Hey, and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, an 18-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. I'm also either allergic to Mother Nature or sick right now, so please forgive my raspy voice. So, as you know, if you listened to my last episode, maybe you don't know, I have essentially a month right now in my senior year um, where I have to do a project, but that's about it. I don't go in for classes, I meet with an advisor, and we have little grade meetings once a week for about an hour to talk about different subjects that are going to help us transition into college. This week was like how to report assault and the different ways of dealing with that in your school and legally once you get to college. But other than that, I'm basically free, and in that free time, one of these days recently, I got my second to last, oddly enough, report card from school. I'll get another one. I don't know why I get two, considering I don't have any more assignments from now on or assessments. But it was, interestingly enough, my best report card of all of high school. And that was pretty pretty interesting because I wasn't like a star student, which was surprising to kind of me and my family because... And I know this sounds odd, but I felt like I should have been. And I don't mean that because I'm like a brainiac. I mean that because I felt like I was devoted. I felt like I was trying really hard. I felt like I'm a really organized person and I want to do well. And I want the validation of like a hundred or an A. I just felt like knowing myself, I would have really wanted that and wanted to be, ooh, my voice. Like, I would have really wanted to be a star student. And yet, for some reason, I wasn't. And it just kind of didn't match up, you know? Like, I'm a person who gets really competitive with myself. And for some reason, that just didn't kick in when I was in most of high school. Which is kind of funny because it almost didn't really hit me or my parents. Because we so expected me to be a good student just out of sheer, like, desire that we almost didn't process that I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't a bad student, but I wasn't nailing it, that's for sure, in most of my classes. I had a hard time in the sciences and in the maths. In the maths, that sounds odd. But then this year, it just kind of came to me, and I can't explain why, and I've been thinking about that lately. Why would it be that out of nowhere, I would just be able to do schoolwork well? And to be honest, and I've talked about this with my mom a lot, I don't have an answer. I don't know why. It's not like one day I sat down and decided to try hard. It's not like I've taken significantly easier classes. I think part of it is just growing, and we don't really talk about it that much, but like, not everyone's going to be on the same plane in terms of your development academically. You kind of think that, well, we're all in ninth grade, so we're all on the same level of capability. And as the work gets harder, I'll get better at it. But people don't really work like that. You don't work where your brain says, all right, well, you're a year older, you did that, so time to get better. And that's kind of the way it feels like it should be, you know? It feels like, well, now that I'm in 11th grade, I should be able to do this. But maybe that's not how it is. And maybe I just wasn't able yet. And I was talking to my grandpa the other day, and he said the same exact thing happened to him in his freshman year of college. That his advisor was like, Bob, like, you're all of a sudden, you're doing amazingly. Like, are you okay? Are you exhausted? You need to take a break because you're going to, you're going to just run out of steam. And he was like, I'm not really 
trying that much harder. But for some reason, it just kicked in and it clicked for him. And I, I don't know. Part of it is for sure that in the early years, I was kind of struggling with the genetic depression that runs in my family. But that's definitely not all of it. And part of it is that I was dealing with dreading things. You know, when I dread something, I tend to avoid it instead of facing it head on. And that's a terrible, terrible habit. Something I've really learned that I still need to work on learning is just because you ignore something does not mean it's going to get better. It's probably better than you think it is once you approach it. And you're only making it worse when you actually get to it like three million years later. But I don't, I just don't know. And maybe part of the not knowing is almost a comfort because it just means that maybe, maybe you get smarter as you get older, but that can just happen at a different rate for everyone. And I at least would have found that comforting when I was younger, you know, like my not doing great in pre-calc compared to someone else's doing great in pre-calc doesn't even necessarily mean it might be a measure of how good one of us is at math. Maybe I'm just not a pre-calc student yet, and maybe I shouldn't feel like a dummy just because I'm not great at it. For sure, part of the issue is being organized and starting right away and telling yourself, no, I worked so hard on that, but knowing deep down, like, no, you didn't. Like, I remember my freshman year, I was like, wow, how is it that I don't understand this biology material? But when did you start thinking about that? Or, you know, in in pre-calc, was I really trying the whole way through? Or was I just assuming, well, I don't get it now, but I'll look on Khan Academy later before the test. Or maybe I'll go in for a lab, aka like a, a teacher's meeting, which they really emphasize at my school. We have a lot of periods where they consistently say, like, you need to meet with a teacher. Even if you don't feel like you need to, you really, really should just keep up with it and stay in touch. Was I doing enough of that? No, I wasn't. And it's easy to tell yourself, like, I did everything I could have done. And then not really, once the time comes again, not doing everything you could have done. So I guess part of what I'm saying is just that you have to know yourself and know why you're doing what you're doing in high school. And I guess everywhere, but what do I know about everywhere? I basically just know about high school right now. And it's all kind of paradoxical. Like, on the one hand, you should take classes you love because you'll be better at them. But on the other hand, you should learn how to take classes you don't love and still be good at them. And on the one hand, you have to forgive yourself and know yourself and know that maybe you're just not there yet. But on the other hand, you have to know that you should really be trying hard because this is important. And don't cut yourself all the slack in the world because... You probably should have known most of the words in that biology packet, Eliza, when you tried to quiz yourself. You should have known more and been better off for the midterm. You know, it's it's just a big bundle of lessons that I hope I'll remember. And I'm glad I'm saying this now because maybe when it comes time and I'm, I don't know, in the midst of college midterms, I'll be able to reflect and hopefully I'll have learned more by then and can share that yet again. It's a really, really frustrating feeling to not feel like your grades match you, you know, to see that you're not getting the grade that you feel like is inside of you. I I don't, but no one ever really said high school was easy and it's not. I'd also say that stressing about school just for the sake of stressing about school is not helpful. 
if I had spent less time freaking out about like not knowing my stuff and spent more time just trying to know my stuff, I would have spent a lot less time being worried. Ultimately, it's really a good habit to think through like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Do I fail this test? Okay, then what? And then what? And usually it was fine. And that would have encouraged me <clears throat> to, to probably study more. Like when the stress of it makes you stress out so much that you can't even do anything about it, then what's the point? Maybe part of why I've done better this year is that I felt like, well, it's senior year, so there's not as much weight on my second semester grades. And so I've been able to just do it without being like, well, what, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I just kind of do it because I have to do it, but I'm not feeling like my second semester grades are going to kill me if I don't get them perfect. And in that way, I've been kind of letting myself just do what I need to do without feeling like if I screw it up, my life is over. Not that I ever really felt that way. Maybe I didn't feel that way enough. I don't know. It's all kind of, it's all kind of a haze, to be honest. But those are my thoughts on the academic part of high school. Maybe if I can get it together enough to try not to be filled with nostalgia about the emotional friendship, love, whatever part of high school, I can do an episode on that. But I am deathly afraid of nostalgia. I'll shut my family down whenever they even lean in that direction or say the word because it just, I know that it's going to crush me. But if I can handle that, I will absolutely do it. So that's it for this week. Thank you so, so much for listening. And I hope that this was at least helpful if you're heading into high school, if you're in the midst of high school, or looking back, maybe you agree with me. So thank you so much for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then. And hopefully I'll be less ill. Bye.